0: here take it longer than i thought it would make sure i uh mute that because i don't want to
1: listen to myself twice all right Uh, hello everybody Go ahead. He's
2: live streaming now.
1: Yes. Yep. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Jared Brothers. Uh, welcome to the channel. Uh, today we have Andrew. Andrew, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm all, by the way, let me tell you, Jaron, that I'm not a person who has a problem with differences.
0: Okay.
2: Whatever a person thinks or says, I listen to it, and I, I weigh it, and I don't think I have all the answers, well, therefore, I would rather listen to other people and what they say. I really don't have a problem with differences or different ideas or different religions for that matter. I have no issue with it.
1: Good. I, I, I'm the same way. Um, I don't uh, pretend to you know, be all-knowing or anything. And I do like to hear uh, different opinions, um, whether I agree with it or not. You can always
2: learn from a different opinion.
1: That's true. That you is can. true.
2: If you're willing to listen, you may modify your opinion and have a better perspective. I agree. Thought, pre- thought process you know. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No, I agree 100. percent.
0: Definitely. So what do you want?
2: Let's take. Let's take them one by one. What, what do you? What do you want to do?
1: Okay um let's just, let, let's start with the Jesus one first because I'm, I'm kind of interested in that one. okay um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start. Well,
2: a lot of people uh, to talk about Jesus it, it presents a problem because if if you try to understand Jesus and what he presents, and you don't, you, don't believe, you don't think in the possibility of a world beyond this world or of thinking beyond our present thinking. You don't think of that, uh, those, those possibilities. And that goes for miracles. If you don't believe in the possibility of something occurring, it's not quite in your range of thinking, then you're going to waste your time with Jesus or what he has to say. That's one factor. And also, you have to. What you really have to do with Jesus is read what they he, he what is reported, what he said. Not, not many people will say, well, maybe those people who reported it um, weren't telling the truth, or they were mixed up, or they were confused, or they were uh, they were whatever we want to say about it. But we have you have to de- to deal with Jesus. You have to deal with two things, I think. Number one, you have to deal with the possibility of a supernatural realm. If you don't think that's possible, then you will have nothing, then you will, you will waste your time in trying to grasp what Jesus presents. I'm not saying you have to believe it. I don't say that, but I'm saying that unless you can come to the, come to the point of thinking that there's something beyond this world, then you will not be in a position to understand what Jesus says. The second thing about Jesus that you have to really look into is his moral statements. Some of them, these statements are extremely radical. Not only are they radical, they're all, they are very, very difficult to fulfill. Let's look at, let's, let me look at a couple of them, of these very radical statements. One of them is the beginning point of the radical Jesus. Or the re- I, I call this the radical or revolutionary Jesus. Jesus is not, and he is not a person that people may like. Uh, matter of fact, they may dislike him in the things he says. Uh, he may uh, present a problem in the things he says. Uh, let me look at some examples of the type of things he says. All right, say, love your neighbor as yourself. That is a beginning point of an extremely difficult demand. I, by I your neighbor, he means anybody, okay? And we have to try to understand what he is talking about in this statement to tell us love our neighbor. Remember, remember what, what does he mean by love? Does he mean by sexual love? Does he mean by uh, uh, some other kind of love? What is he talking about? What is he referring to in telling us to love other people? That's the first point. What is this love? What is the nature of it? I say it's an extremely difficult statement to understand. I think it's very difficult. And then he says, then he says even more crazy, I think, in his statement. He says even more insanity. Uh, it, first of all, in the statements of Jesus, you, have, you could conclude he was crazy. You could conclude that, that's a legitimate conclusion. But the second thing is about, uh, if, you, if you, for first when you figured out what he means by love, it, with the, the more insane and difficult nature of this statement is love your, this person as yourself. That is very difficult because he is telling, what does he mean by loving ourselves? I mean, does he really mean we should love ourselves? Uh, I don't, I mean, we should uh, love other people, I think, who are suffering or have difficulty. If you can understand what it meant, what is meant by love. If you, the beginning point is, can you understand what he means by love? That's the first thing. What is this love all about? Most people, let me say, Jared, most people, when they think about love, let's say what they think about, they think about sexual love, right? Yeah. Most of the time. Uh, but there are many, many kinds of love, aren't there? There's the love of our children. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's one kind of love. We, there's the love of animals, dogs, cats. That's another kind of love. There's the love of, uh, of our parents. That's another kind of love. These are all varieties of love. And therefore, the confusion arises in this statement, loving your neighbors, yourself. That we limit ourselves to the sexual definition of love, or maybe a better way to put it is the romantic definition of love. That's a very limited vision in terms of, I I think, Jared, what do you think? That is a very limited definition of love, correct?
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: I agree.
2: For example, friends, having a friend can be a kind of love. Mm. That's another kind of love. So, but which one was Jesus talking about? I don't know. What he was talk- I don't know. I can't say that I can love anybody that I don't know. How can you love someone? You're, this, this command to love your neighbor. I don't think I can do it. Could you? Do you yeah. really feel that you can love somebody else you don't know?
1: Yes, 100%. If, you think you can do it? Yep, I do. Love, I love
2: everyone. You, well, then you, well, that's good. So I want to understand your perspective that you, you love everyone. Tell me what you mean by that.
1: Um, unless someone gives me a reason to not like them or not love them, I just kind of open my heart to everybody no matter what.
2: You, uh, in other words, you're saying that that person has to give you a basis for not liking them. Yes. But many people, let me tell you this about, you know this better than me, Jerry, that many people don't like other people for no reason at all. Yeah. Could be the way they dress, right? Right. It could be how they look. Yep. Many people in our society judge people on how, don't many people make a judgment about people on liking or disliking them on their looks and dress?
1: Yeah, I, I get that a lot, actually, so.
2: What do you what do you think of that? that I personally detest it. Uh, uh I, judging someone on their looks and, and, and dress. I don't like it. I
1: I, I think it's a, a misguided or a oversight of a lot of people's um I guess uh, basis for liking somebody. Like I, I don't judge anybody on how they look or what how they dress. Uh they have to like I said, they have to give me a reason to but judge them that- or not like them.
2: So you do not dislike someone who's messy. No. Uh, will you talk to them? Of course. Uh, so you do not dislike someone who is not good looking.
1: Right. But That's... many
2: many people, that person, the per- if they want to have a relationship with anybody, has got to be good looking, right?
1: Uh, that that is a very common sentiment. Yes.
2: Do you think that applies to both women and men? That that women go for looks and men go for looks.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, equally. Do you think it's a mistake to go for looks? Yeah,
2: 100%. So, uh, but the other hand, uh, it's a fact, Jared. You tell me if you agree with this. It's a fact that, um, our first impressions about people determine if we let me put it this way our first impressions about which is based on looks and, and clothes,
0: mm-hmm.
2: our first impressions. Determine do we, on, on for many people determine whether they like them or not.
1: Uh, yes, Th- you agree that with is that? true. It, it 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 does happen.
2: Uh, do you feel? Well, then what? What? Let me ask you this, Jared. Because I got to got to get your thoughts on this. What is our world going to do with ugly, not so good looking, messy, dirty people? What is our world going to do with those people?
1: Um. What should they do, or what will they do?
2: What, what will they do? What should they do, and what will they do?
1: Uh, well, uh, I don't think they should do anything that would um uh affect them in a negative way, like not what like you know, like being like mean to them or something. Uh, but they'll, they'll they probably won't uh, have a lot of friends, unfortunately, because people first impressions are everything to a lot of people, and I think that's really sad, honestly. So I think it's a good point. First impressions
2: are not very important to many people. But um, the fact of the matter is that realistically, Jared, you tell me if you think I'm right or wrong. Realistically, these people are outcasts.
0: Oh, uh, They are, yeah. yeah.
2: So that, that person who's, who's a, who wears a dirty shirt and who's dirty and not good looking and ugly, that person will not be given entrance to many places, right? Right. You have a problem with that?
1: I have a huge problem with that, yeah. Uh,
2: I do too because I... First of all, let me tell you something about homeless people. Where I, where I live in, in New York City, there's a lot of homeless people. Mm-hmm. I talk to them. I'll tell you, Jared, they're very nice people. Yeah. They really are. Now, Why they're... You can't make really a judgment on a person being homeless because there could be many reasons for anybody being messy or homeless or whatever. It could be they lost their job.
0: Mm.
2: Right? It's possible, yeah. isn't it? Yes. It could yeah. be they have a mental problem, a yep. mental illness. It could be they uh, they prefer living on the street and being messy. It could be they prefer that. That they're yep. in society. They don't fit in with our with our view of who people should be in our society, right? They, they, yeah. may, not, they may not be comfortable in the regular society. Right. So I, just, I agree with you, Jared, that I detest judging people on, on the basis of them being not well-dressed
0: mm-hmm.
2: or not so good-looking or whatever. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think not so good-looking people, particularly women, not so good-looking women. Let me let me focus on that. I'm not making a sexist statement because I don't think I don't think that way. Okay. Do you believe that not so good-looking women have a hard time?
1: Um, hard time with like finding with, someone with, to with like finding be with someone,
2: or? or they are not guys are not gonna like them.
1: Uh, I I it really depends, I guess, because I've seen guys that I uh. We're like, oh, this guy is uh, naturally, you know, he's a you know, pretty attractive guy. Be with some women that I'm like, that I personally don't find attractive. Um, and I thought that was odd. So I, it, it, I guess really depends on, uh, of, on how they look.
2: Well, let's take one quality that our society in a woman particularly, with a man too, hmm. finds particularly, many people find particular turnover. That is fat be someone who is very fat, a woman who is very fat, a guy, I guess it's the same. It might be the same, but not as much. Is isn't being fat for a woman, the kiss of of death for, for getting a guy?
1: Um, I would say over um, like uh, over a certain point. Yes. But for the most part, if, if it's not like super big, I don't think so. No. You think fat, fat,
2: ugly people can get their mate?
1: Uh, uh, to, to a certain point, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
2: Let me give you another factor. I'm glad to talk to you about this because these things bother me. Another factor where people judge people and find them wanting is they don't have money. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. See, I don't agree with that. I don't judge, I don't judge people on their wealth. Or even on their education or on being smart. I don't make do you judge people? Do they have to be smart?
1: Uh no, no, not at all. Uh but do you
2: think some people make that the benchmark? Education and being smart? Uh
1: yes, yes, very much. Um, I know a lot of people, like like I don't think I'm very smart, but I've been told I'm smart and I don't act like it. And I mean, I have a lot of friends that uh, mm-hmm. don't really think of me as that way. Um, oh, so you're yeah, smart. I you're smart enough. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, to me, it doesn't matter. If we can have a good conversation, I will be your friend and I'll talk to you. But I, I, we have to have a good conversation.
2: That's true. The, the key is you got to talk to the person.
1: That's
2: right. Unless you, So, if you're going to make a judgment, they're stupid they like it, so some people will say, "Well, that person, I don't like the way they talk. They don't sound like they're educated or whatever." But that, because a person isn't necessarily gone been to school, that does not make them stupid. Right? No, it doesn't. They could be quite as bright as a person has been to school,
1: maybe yeah. more. Maybe more. Yeah. Uh, there was a. Uh, do you know who Seth Rogen is? I didn't hear what you said. Uh, do, do you know who Seth Rogen is? No. Tell me. Uh, so Seth Rogen is an actor um, and a very smart guy. Mm. Uh, he dropped out of school uh, in high school. And I think he's actually smarter than a lot of people that I know that went to college. Right. Well, that's it. You know,
2: uh, I have found that sometimes people, even if they get a Ph.D., ultimately if you if they they haven't developed their minds in many directions being to, going to school is only one way of 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 making it in this world.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think our society requires people to go to school right yes yeah now, is that is that
0: uh I'm sorry
1: uh repeat that
2: I don't think going to school is is t- really. A benchmark are necessary,
1: right? I agree with that.
2: But from our society has made it a point of not only do people have to go to school, but they go going to go to the right school. Yeah, go they got to go to an Ivy League school. Unless Mm -hmm. they go to the right school, they're lost. Right, right. Our society now those judgments, those judge. What do you think of those kind of judgments that of the school a person
1: goes to? Um, well, I, I think like anything else they're baseless. I mean there's there's no reason why if, if I'm gonna go to my community college on the other side of my town here, uh, why that's any lesser than going to University of Michigan or going to you know UCLA or something when you can get the same education sometimes for even cheaper in a, in a college town if you live in a college town and uh, I can get the same exact, Uh, Like, let's say you go to UCLA, I go to my community college, I can get the same exact education that you got, and at a cheaper rate, and we both have the same knowledge. So I don't think that that's uh, even close to something that we should judge other people on. I think that's so stupid.
2: It is. And also, another thing about the top schools... Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going on here with the top schools wanting, people wanting to go to those places, but I think two things are operating. Number one, these schools make a lot of money. They do. They make a lot of money from these students. So they sort of convince people that by going here, you're going you're gonna to make it bigger in the world than possible than, than going to a minor school, like you say, mm-hmm. community college. But I, I think the, these schools, these top schools, they are really operating on the basis of money. Yeah. They are.
1: Yeah, money and I think prestige because they've been around since, you know, 17, 1800s. They're like, oh, well, this school's been around for a long time, so it's better. And it's not always true, though.
2: Also, uh, the uh, people may convince people to spend that money to go to that school. Think Now, the the issue is, by going to that school, it is possible, isn't, that they are simply manipulating people to spend money, and they really don't do anything for them in the end. They got to get out. They got to work, right? Yeah. They got to get a job as much as anybody else.
1: Um, can I ask you a question? Sure. What What is your uh, view on um, free public college?
2: Um, that's a very difficult question to answer. Uh, you're asking me, you're asking me to endorse, let me ask you that you an honest answer and I'll ask you a question in return. Okay. That, that is, you're asking me to endorse a kind of socialism. Yes. Um, uh, I think the only reason that college should be free is that it's going to help that person in their lives. As I said, you it's a question mark whether going to college at all means anything or right. adv- advances anybody anywhere. There's been some debate about that. And you look, you, you what you could be a plumber yeah. and make quite a bit of money. You could be a sanitation man and make ninety thousand a year. Oh, yeah. So the issue is going to college in, in, in the very beginning point. We have to deal with this thing. It's it's about money, isn't it? You're you're right by saying free public college. Are are you? But are you in giving a free college actually benefiting the person?
1: Well, I guess it depends on the uh, on what you want to go into, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you make college, you know, free, you know, public college free, um, which uh, which excludes all the sort of uh christian or catholic uh schools because uh, those are not run by the state obviously right um but if uh, if we make college free uh, public college free i want to make sure that's clear um we could get a lot i think we could get a lot more people going to college and maybe making degrees even worth it anymore because i mean right now i mean my mom used to work at an afc home adult foster care and she was the manager without ever stepping foot in a college. And someone that she worked with had a, she has a bachelor's degree and they worked together for like eight years and she was the manager. So most times you, I don't really think you need a degree, but I think depending on what you go into, you could get, I mean, going for you a know, uh, free public college, you could get a degree that actually matters and not, A degree you spend thousands of dollars on and never get nothing with it. Uh
2: I have different I have different ideas uh, about free college. Um, I think our society should afford people may there are a group of people in our society who can't afford to pay.
0: Correct? Correct. They
2: they can't afford it, it's too much money. And that's true of many schools, even the non-prestige schools can charge that. They can charge 15, 20,000 a year. And many people can't afford to pay that, right? Right. So, yes, I, I sort of see free college as affording an avenue for people to advance their lives who couldn't otherwise have the opportunity to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah.
2: Because, as I said to you, Jared, uh, there are many people in our, the two issues here. Number one, do you have to go to college? Should we go, did you have to go to college at all for your paying? It's, it may be a waste of time.
1: Uh, for, for most people, I would say it is a, definitely a waste of time.
0: Yeah.
2: So that's one issue that uh, which I just defined about free co- about college in general, free or not free. Right. But uh, I, I sort of like to see a society
0: where um, you are afforded some chance.
1: Oh, uh, I think your mic uh, came out. I I can't, I can't hear what you're saying. Hold on.
0: Oh, not that one. Huh? I cannot hear you. How about now?
2: There we go. Okay. Uh, yes, that one issue is, as I said to you, you, you define these, You define many of the issues about college. Uh, the so yes, I sort of like to see a society where people who lack funds to ha- take advantage of the avenues available to them to have a better life, I like them to be given some route or chance. So in that sense, I like free public college because I think there are a lot of people who can't afford to pay. Right. And one of the problems with college, let's get to the nitty-gritty, Jared. Can, I know you're going to agree with me about this. College is a business. Yes. And there's a lot of people, maybe they deserve it. Uh, I don't want to say that people shouldn't get paid, but there's a huge number of people employed in colleges that make a lot of money. Deans, registrars, the president, all kinds of people like that. And they, they have an entrenched interest in maintaining this college system. Right? Yep. So, uh, so college is about is about money, right? It's yes. about people making a lot of these people you find my teach my sister works in a college. She's a professor. Okay. I have been told by her that those people which I just named make two to th- 200 to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That makes sense. Deans, registrars, administrators, the president. Now I have to ask you, Jared, let's get down to the facts here. What are they doing to earn that?
1: Uh nothing from what I've seen.
2: No, no, they're really they're really not. No. So it is a some sort of a political plum, right? Right. Do you think you can just get those jobs?
1: Um I feel like anyone should be able to get those jobs.
2: But the fact of the matter is that college is big schools and universities all schools are big business right yes so the issue of free college yes the issue is whether colleges are 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 worth it at all that's the question of the inception and the second issue is um which i sort of sympathize with the idea since our society seems to require this education of people that's another factor it requires people to get a lot, go to college, right? It's been a requirement right. for some years. Yeah. It wasn't a requirement until the 40s.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's so. true.
2: People, people didn't go. They, they did. Or so, let me tell you something about this, Jerry. Tell me if you agree with me. People in the past, I didn't live then, okay? But certainly in the past, going back to the early 1900s and the 19th century, people did fine without a lot of education. They did rather well.
1: I agree to a point, um, just because back then, you know, a lot of, uh, I guess, poor people in the past. Well, most people um, were poor. Well, right. Well, yeah. Well, that you know, a, that a lot of people didn't really get a lot of regular school. Like elementary school ended at like sixth grade and then you went to go work on a farm back in the 1800s.
2: Well, but many, it's only until fairly recently, at least certainly uh, and up to 1900, say, I think, I'm not sure you could correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, the society didn't require a lot of education. Mostly it was eighth grade, right?
1: Yeah, I think it was eighth or ninth grade until like, uh, I want to say the mid or maybe like the early to mid 40s, I think. And then they started requiring at least high school.
2: So, but do you think those people? Let's take a look at that system. Those people did fine.
1: They did fine. They, yeah. they
2: got they got jobs. Also, the issue is they were. Let me put. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Those, in our society today, there's an issue about education that people can't read and write, or something, or it's not producing not well educated people. But uh, those people who, who were, had a terminal of eighth grade and, and high school later, they were quite literate, correct?
0: Most were, yeah. Yeah. They
2: read the newspaper. Yeah. They read magazines. Yeah. Uh, so they were, maybe that was enough and maybe college is an artificial requirement having to do with money.
1: Uh I, I, I agree to a point. I think that there are some, obviously, there are, there, you know, I mean, there are some uh, jobs that you have to go to college for. Uh, not all jobs, obviously, but there are some jobs out there you have to go to college for. How many?
0: A uh, handful. People, uh, I not mean, that
1: many. Not a lot.
2: Look, what does it take, Jared? You know, I believe in giving an honest thought. Those jobs that require college are paper pushers, Right. They're paper pushing. Are, they push uh, not, paper. Not
0: not all, not all.
2: But they have to do with going to meetings. And to be an executive it has has to do with going to meetings.
1: Well, and, sure. Well, well, you also got to think though. There, I mean, there's doctors and lawyers and you know, That kind of stuff requires college. But
2: for for many people in the earlier times, people became lawyers and doctors kind of as an apprentice. They didn't go to yes, school. They did and they did. did. They did all right, didn't
1: they? Yes and no. I mean, there are obviously people who are better. I think that uh, back then, without requiring college, there was a lot of a lot more mistakes than there are now. I mean, there was a oh god. There was a story of a general getting shot, and they and the doctors dug the bullet out with their fingers, not using any type of protection on their fingers. And the infect and the wound got infected and he died. So I mean that I, I mean that's how it was, but it right. was yeah. more training. I see what you're saying.
2: But let me know. throw this in front of you. I have two books, volumes of Abraham Lincoln's writings. Okay. And I also have a book on the Lincoln Douglas debates. Now, Lincoln went only as far as fourth or fifth grade. Right. And I read his writings, and they are fantastic. I mean, so how can you explain that a guy who went to fourth grade could produce that written work? How do you explain that, number one? I also have this, the, the debates of Douglass and, and Lincoln. They were perfectly intelligent, well-spoken people. They were, not, they were not ignorant. They were not stupid. They were quite, quite literate. So the issue is: Do we really need all this stuff that's put on people in terms of education? When, if you look at these people, when there was no education, they did rather—they were quite competent, and maybe more competent than people today.
1: I I disagree that they're more competent than most people today. Um, I I guess I would have to—I don't really know much about what Abraham Lincoln did before he became president. So I'd have to see what he did during his life to make him so literate, because usually fourth grade isn't even close to being able to to produce all that.
2: So how do you explain that? Uh, Did that society form people with greater with greater formation in this respect? Uh, When there was no first of all, at that time there was no television, right? There was no movies, right? There was none of this media blast on people. Maybe that was the difference.
1: i I still disagree with that. I, I don't think that media is making people less uh, coherent, I guess, would be the uh, word I'd use. Um, I, I, I think it's I think it's honestly just down to the person. I mean, those two out of, however, millions of people were in America at the time, I mean Abraham Lincoln from from what I've read and what I've seen so far, uh, which is not a lot, to be quite honest with you. But I've I've read a lot of people talk about how Abraham Lincoln was like one of the smartest kids in his class. Maybe it's just they were they just do, happened to be two of the smartest people around at the time. I mean, that happens.
2: So you're saying that it's a matter of the individual. That these yeah. people rose to the top on this yeah. basis. And that they, because of their ability. Right. Their ability was inherently greater. Than many many other people. So yeah, really I, I, sh- I,
1: go yeah. Ahead. I I don't really think that it's uh, about how much media we consume as as a, a people or whatever of species, I guess is what I would call it. Um, I would say that it's just. I mean, that happens a lot, right? The the smartest people or the the uh, the people who can actually handle real life. They rise to the top. The cream rises always. I mean, it's just how it is.
2: Well, let me ask you. This, this is very interesting issues that we're handling. Uh, is it possible that because of some people are not academic, academic abil- don't have academic ability, right? They don't do well right. in school.
1: Yeah, that's that's me. I, I did not <laughs> that's do well. Okay,
2: in you know, because I'm making a point. <laughs> right. Uh, that um, maybe uh, this barrier of going to school prevents many qualified people from rising at all.
1: I would agree with that.
2: So you think that in other words, does, go, does this academic, as I said, I, I still maintain this, Darren, you disagree with me or not, schools, ha, schools in the United States have to do with money.
1: Are we talking about all schools or are we talking about college still?
2: Uh, certainly, high school is free. But yes. uh, certainly anybody who goes to college, it's going to cost them something.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. You and and that, that's why we, we should make college free.
2: Well, I, I agree with you. I, I'm What I'm concerned about is having a society where people who may not have the financial ability to pay are given a chance.
1: Right. Yes. And I, I honestly think that, you know, free public college of any and I'm not just saying like you know, like the Ivy League schools or anything. I mean, like anything that's run by the state, vocational schools, uh, regular college and universities, anything like that. uh, If it's run by the state, it should be free. And uh, I think that would be, that would make a lot more, not only doctors and lawyers and whatever else you need a degree for, but also uh, plumbers, electricians, because vocational school, that also costs a lot of money to go to.
2: You know, in other words, to become an electrician or a plumber is costly?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and I think that's why they make so much, because you still got to take loans out for it. And it's not nearly as uh, affordable as even a community college.
2: Well, but, the, the, but let me put this in front of you. Is, is this business with school in the
1: United States? Is it real? Does
2: it really matter whether you go to school?
1: Come on. Um, I, it really depends on, on what you're going for. Usually not. I do agree. At least like, I would say like 60% of jobs that require a degree really don't need one. Um, but I would say there are a handful of jobs that you do need one or at least like something for not like, uh, a bachelor's degree or like a PhD to run a high school or anything. But there are, I think there are, should be different levels of college for different things like that um but the, the, in, the, in the past i didn't live in the past i mean I, i'm right now I'm- uh your your might your thing uh cut out again
0: uh no how about now
1: there we go
2: <laughs> okay uh but many many jobs in past times almost all jobs, and this goes for executives, people built huge, John D. Rockefeller, these people, Andrew Carnegie, built huge multi-billion dollar business with no school. Right. So is school, is it really, in business, you really need it? Business? I don't think so.
1: Well, okay, I, I would say Rock, Rockefeller got pretty lucky there. I mean, he was the first one to really make um an oil company. Um Hello? go ahead. Um, I would um I would say a lot of those people back then, even like uh James Cash Penny, the owner of JC Penny, you know, the founder Just of JC There's
2: someone at the door. Could you give me okay. a minute?
1: Of course. Thank you, Logan, by the way. I love you.
0: Check my phone for a minute.
2: Delivery, uh, oh. <laughs> he's leaving the stuff there. Okay.
1: Oh, your, your thing came out again.
0: No. How about now? There we go. Okay.
2: So, um, as I said, yeah, uh, the um, those people did just fine. Of course, it was a time when 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 there was no income tax. Yes, that that was a big difference.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, again, again. It, it came out again. No. Uh, I cannot hear you. How about now? There we go. Okay. Uh,
2: so uh, certainly, for many many years, people have built businesses, prospered, and did rather well without
0: school.
1: I I agree, but I, I again I just I think they got really lucky at a time where. Um, Not a lot of people were doing certain things. And of course, the income tax thing also plays a part. Um, I I don't think that it's simply because uh, the society around them, like, formed them in a certain way. I think it's more of just, they just got super lucky.
2: Do you think that in those times, because of the, there were fewer academic barriers and you might say school is a barrier. for I mean, I think it's a barrier for many people.
1: It can be. If, if, yeah, you're, not, if you're
2: not good in, an, in our society, if you're not academic, whatever you want to define as academic, Jared, good in, in passing tests. There are a lot of tests that are required today, that yeah. kind of thing. So if you're not good at
1: that, you don't make it.
0: Right.
2: So, but at that time, maybe there were more opportunities.
1: I think there were definitely more opportunities just because uh, degrees weren't as um, needed, I guess, is what you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's what, what I'm what saying. Say. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I do think it's good to have certain degrees. Like I said, doctor or lawyer to, to really get the best training out of it. I think you need to go to school for longer for certain uh, uh, occupations. Uh, I, but again, I, I, I wouldn't use Rockefeller or Carnegie as um, standard bearers for that type of thing. Just because I, I still, I just think they got super lucky at what they did.
2: Uh, but the, the society at that point was more flexible.
0: Yeah, From definitely. It,
2: it was more yeah. flexible. Do you think it was easier to start a business in that society and build a business than today?
1: In some ways. Yes. Um, just because there weren't a lot of businesses doing as much as we have now, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the ways to start a business are more open for everybody nowadays that don't, that don't have that sort of, um, I guess that sort of, uh, in, in the industry, if that makes sense.
2: What do you think of this? Uh, as I said to you, Jared, you give, I want to hear your views on this because I'm very concerned about this. Uh, not everybody in this world does well at school, right? Right. They're not, you might say they're not academic. Right. They're not good at it. Should those people be barred or blocked because they can't, they're not good at school?
0: No, definitely not.
2: But the, school, the, the, the society imposes this academic stuff, for people to get into the society, to make right. it. Yes. Do you think that's right? No, that's well, not right at all. So that's the thing, is, as I said, the, if you get down to the facts here, which I like to get down to the facts, so do you. Yeah. Uh, academic ability is connected with school, and yes. schools are connected with money.
1: Yes, I do agree with that
2: so do you do you believe that a system our system is we live in a capitalist system yes, in the United States, and I hate to say this, but um, in the United States, everything is measured by money correct
1: Yes, well I mean everything in capitalism is is measured it, by money measured by money I don't
2: agree with that in other words, I think people should be um, seen not merely as economic commodities. I don't like that. I don't like our society's rejection of people who don't have money. I don't
1: like it. What um, about you? I don't like it either. Uh, can I ask you a question then? Sure, go ahead. Um, would you rather have a socialist society than a capitalist one? In some ways, in some,
2: I've, I've taken this question... In many many ways, yes, I think social. In theory, let me put it this way: in theory, socialism might be better. It equalizes wealth. It gives people a edu- chance at a free education. It gives them free medical care, uh, and it, and most of all, eliminates something that I object to: class divisions. Yes, capitalism builds and maintains class divisions based on wealth and money. Right, and I'm not particularly happy with that. So I would say that I do agree with socialism to some extent on the basis of, that at least it, it attempts to equalize. I think that's good.
1: Um, what don't you agree with socialism on? If, if, I'd, if I if someone mind you, I
2: think, first, first of all, socialism seems to only work in certain small homogeneous societies such as Scandinavia, Holland. I'm not sure about this. I'm not, a, I'm not an economic expert, Jared. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'm not a person who's taking a degree in economics or anything, but it seems to me that um, as an economic system which provides jobs, socialism isn't very successful. It's been shown to not be, even in China, They it has eliminated um, communism to a certain extent, to some extent.
1: Well, right, so, right. But, but, well, yeah, that, that, Well, that's because China is a... Uh, a fascist regime.
2: Whoa. It is. It's totalitarian. Yeah, definitely. All, all I can say is that it seems that in terms of job creation, socialism doesn't work too well. It seems that way. I, I think it's better in theory that it equalizes the society, that right. it eliminates classes, that it equalizes wealth. I think wealth, it's good that wealth be equalized. Yes. And that we not have wealthy people in the United States, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, wealthy people run the country.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I'm not particularly happy about that. Not I neither see, am I. I see no reason why, because a person has a lot of money, they should uh, get power. I don't see any
1: reason for that. Right. No. I. Don't I think
2: that, they don't deserve it.
1: No. just that, because they have. Just because Elon Musk is the most wealthy person in the entire world doesn't mean that he should be able to. Run like as I'm, I'm sure you heard, he bought Twitter uh yesterday. Um, I, I don't, you know, Twitter is functionally the uh town square nowadays, and I don't think that he should be able to run it by himself. I think it should be, it should have a board of directors like it used to. I, I don't think that that's a very good uh, who is running Twitter. Uh, well, it, it's going to be Elon Musk here pretty soon, but they have a board of directors right now.
2: Well, the other thing, for example, uh, when Donald Trump was president, I took note of the fact that everybody in the cabinet, everybody was a billionaire. Yeah. Every one of them. I, I don't understand what, what makes them get, get those jobs on that basis. I don't understand it.
1: I don't, I, per- I don't either, be quite honest with you.
2: Maybe, first of all, are they, are they uh, let's, let's take the look of a person being intelligent or, uh, I don't think a person who has, and the entire Senate consists of millionaires, by the way, and probably the House of Representatives consists of millionaires. correct? Right. Yeah. So I'm not, now does that mean those people are qualified? It does not mean they're qualified. They may be, in fact, be less qualified than people who don't have money.
1: Um, I, w- I would say a lot
2: of them are less qualified. They may, or let me put it this way. Let me put it this way, Jared. Uh, I hate to say this, but politicians may not be all that smart.
1: No, I, I, I completely agree that not all politicians are very smart.
2: I don't think they are. No, I th- I think they get to where they are. Look, I hate to say it. It's not something I'm happy saying, and I, I hope I'm not lying. or I telling the truth? They get, every one of them get, I think, get the, at least the entree to where they are with money. Yeah. And that's really why they're where they are,
1: correct? I, 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 would, I would cut out a few, but I would say most of them do get there just by how much money they have or how much money they are given. Does, that, a go for a,
2: does that go for, say, a judge or any kind of uh, job in the government, in the federal government? Bureaucrats say, say, every bureaucrat do you think they get those jobs by contributing money
1: not all but i'm I'm, I'm sure there are some that get there uh by contributing money uh, but I, I'm not going to say all of them do
2: but are you happy with a society where people run the country on the basis of their will uh
1: no it it, it should it should be how how uh and i don't mean to disparage all Republicans but a lot of republicans say that it's that our society is merit is a merit-based society. And I don't believe that it is at the moment. It, it can be, it, well, it definitely I, can be, but I don't, I don't think it think is, it is right
2: either. No, I don't think it's, we live in a merit-based society. I think no. you can have all the merit. And let me say this, Jared, and I'm not disparaging you I'm not making political statements one way or the other. But uh, the fact of the matter is that um, the uh, people who don't have money don't, Get even an entree into those positions, which these people get. They they will not even get a look see. You might as well forget it. You'd be lucky to get a job at all. If you don't have money, the best you can hope for is getting some kind of a job. Right. That's all. Yeah. You will never, never rise in our system
1: without money. Yeah. And that's really sad. It's very sad. It's super sad. And I, I, I think that that's a, that's a bad way to run a country.
2: Well, but let's take a look at, don't you take something like communist country like China or Russia? Well, Russia and not communist. I guess it's communist. It might be, at least in the sense that the former communists run things. But um, those countries, probably, I'm not there. I don't live there. I can't say. They are also, it's people with money, the ones who
1: are at the top, correct? Right. Well, if it's, if, it's, it's run by money, then doesn't that mean that they're all capitalists?
2: Well, the question is that it's about power. It is about power. The,
1: okay. Money is power,
2: right? Yes. So don't you think that in most societies, you don't get power without wealth?
1: Right, I, I I I would agree with that, but I would also agree money is tied to capitalism. So any any country that you have to get, you have to that you well you don't have to, but you use money to give power. I would call that a capitalist country.
2: It would be uh, I as you detected. I don't particularly like capitalism. I have the writings of Marx in my house, and um, interesting. Uh, Marx made he he had quite a following. In his time, communist still does, still does. But the communists had a uh, uh, until uh, Joe McCarthy and the House of Unamerican Activities. There were a lot of people that were communists in the United States. Yeah, the Daily Worker was a big, big newspaper of the Communist Party, and also a lot of actors and dramatists and artists were communists. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and also, for example, let me give you an example. Uh, I, I kind of like history. I'm interested in history to a certain extent. Um, in the beginning of the 20th century, uh, the, the Socialist Party was very, very popular. Yep. They got a lot of votes, a lot yep. of votes. There was this fellow named Eugene Debs who ran him the Socialist ticket. He got a lot of votes. So our society in the United States has tightened up against socialism and communism. It was there was more there were more communists and more socialists years ago than now. I yeah. think there were there were and they weren't bothered. Nobody really had anything against them.
1: No, wasn't um, wasn't uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Wasn't he a socialist? I think I
2: think the New Deal, he was he was trying to he was a face with the situation. He was in a sense, a socialist. he he took over the Socialist Party in his program. I think that's what happened. But um, I think that for me, uh, the country was a big, had, was in real trouble in the Depression. A lot of yeah. people had lost their jobs, a lot. And at that time, capital, the capitalist system didn't give any help to people. Right. Didn't give any help. They were riding railroads, they were riding boxcars, they were selling apples. They were desperate. Yeah. So that system didn't help those people. So Roosevelt changed it and gave some help to the have-nots, to the
1: poor. Right. I don't
2: think poor people before Roosevelt had a chance. I don't
1: think no. so. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, well, everyone back then were working in factories.
2: They, but they, uh, they um, didn't get any help. There was no welfare. Right. There was no uh, unemployment insurance. Right. There was no working workmen's compensation. None of those things. None of those them. were reforms of Roosevelt. They were good.
0: Yeah. They made they, helped. This,
2: they helped people. He helped people. He brought he brought a lot of people into society. And Under Roosevelt, unions were formed. I am yeah. pro-union. I'm pro-union, Jared. I want to tell you that.
1: I'm also pro-union.
2: I think uh, people need unions. Mm-hmm. I think without unions... Where well, all unions aren't doing very well these days in this country they're not as prevalent as they used to be no
1: definitely not and I, uh, unions really need to make a big comeback especially against amazon have you every sir have you been here have you been following the news about all the the unions I've, that amazon is crushing that's good i thought that was good it, it, it's, it's amazing that we, uh, there's finally unions to stand up against the biggest company in the entire world
2: Well, I think unions are very necessary because I think that workers, unless they are unionized, they are abused by management. Yes. Hugely. Uh, Their jobs are at risk, constant risk. Let me tell you, I don't like this. One thing I don't like about the system in the United States is how easily people can lose their jobs. You don't, it doesn't have to be for cause. That guy doesn't like you or you displease that person above you, you're out. Yeah. Right? Yep. Now, I think that's bad. It
1: is, it is
2: very bad. And I think that people should, should have, we should have a system where people are given some job security. That's something I believe in, that we, we need. And that's what unions provide. They provide a form of help, a barrier against the abuses of management. Yeah. I think they're important. I think they're necessary, and I'm pro-union, you know. And uh, the uh, unions, um, y- unions, uh, they are like a they 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 change the balance of power. Without hmm. unions, the balance of power is stacked against workers. Yes. They can they have no recourse. Right. If they are five minutes late, they can be fired. Which happens. Uh, I think, uh, you, and also, also well, thing, one thing that Roosevelt did that was very good, he created, union, he allowed unions, there was great opposition to unions, they shot union leavers, they beat, mm. beat them up, yeah. they did plenty to them years ago, but he managed to create a society where there were unions, and um, he, he did, and that, as I say, that was very good, because it brought people into the society. That would not otherwise have a chance. Or you might say he, he, brought, he brought people into the middle class. Yeah. And today, let me say to you, Gary, because of the decimation of unions, one factor, that's one factor, I think, where there's no unions anymore, although it's getting better, you say, with Amazon. Uh, the, um, I think that um, uh, unions brought, he created a middle class. Yes. But right now we have lost the middle class.
1: Yeah yeah definitely there, there yeah. is no middle class anymore. No there isn't. So what's
2: going on? people uh, what there's no middle class
1: Well I mean I mean honestly it's it's the union thing and I also think it's because you know minimum wage hasn't gone up in you know 30 40 years. the minimum wage Yeah but because, gone up? because without unions, you know, people like me, you know, I, I, I work at Walgreens, so I don't really have any negotiating power to make more money than I that I feel like I should, because we don't have a union.
2: Do you think one of the factors militating against unions is the lack of free speech in this country? Is there really free speech in the United States? Yes. You think there is?
1: I know there is. Yes.
2: But if you say a word against your employer, if you say a word against your employer, you could be fired, right?
1: Hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that. But unions were a big
2: factor <laughs> under Roosevelt. Uh, the he he, he provided. Uh, unions for uh, all kinds of workers, all kinds yeah. of businesses. It was good. He made it, he made it, he made, he created a society which was fairer, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say that about Franklin Roosevelt. He created a society that was somewhat fairer than his predecessors. I don't know what it was like before 1930, but I'll tell you one thing, Jared, I think it was plenty tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. so. I mean, it was no joke. Uh, there always capitalists talk about how great capitalism. They they do say that, don't they? Capitalists say that.
1: Yeah, they they always talk about how great it is and how how if um if we didn't have capitalism, then everything would just fall apart, which I disagree with. Um. So why do you think,
2: uh, in the United States, which is a capitalist country, it has been a capitalist country for some years? Yeah. Uh, this capitalism blocked socialist candidates, correct? Yes. We, 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 that was a bad word to be socialist. Isn't it, isn't it still today? Uh, it's a bad word to say that about somebody, right?
0: Yeah. It so is.
2: Why do you think in the United States, we have developed this capitalist system where socialism and communism, and I have nothing against communism. I think he's got some points, you know? uh where are, are are no-nos why are they no-nos in the united states
1: well i i think it really goes you mentioned uh joe mccarthy earlier i think it really goes back to him i mean he you know he not only said that communists and socialists were like uh taking over the country or something but they also he also alluded to them being like nazis which are he did which are completely different ends of the spectrum and Everyone just still believes... I mean, I for a long time, I believed that communism was like fascism. But then I grew up and I realized those two are not the same things. No, they're not. But I don't think people want to listen to anyone uh, really explain the difference between them and just want to keep believing what they already believe, what they were indoctrinated Um, with.
2: But isn't really the the no-no definition of socialism and communism a way of maintaining a way of convincing people that power should be maintained by capitalists? Yes.
1: So they're kind of manipulating, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. They're, they're manipulative and gaslighting everyone.
2: Yeah. Oh, now, let me ask you, let's go back to another statement of Jesus that I think you might find interesting. Two more statements that I find it difficult to deal with realistically. Okay. And I, I am a Christian and uh, you're not, and that's fine. You told me you're an atheist, it's fine. Right. It's okay with me, <laughs> it's a free country.
0: Right.
2: It is. <laughs> uh, so he did say to um, love your enemies. Yes. And he said, pray for those who persecute you. What do you think of those statements? How can, how can anybody, any kind of human being, if you understand what he means, I don't know what he means by love there. I, I have no idea. What
1: he means? That one I don't. I also don't understand because if they're your enemy, I don't really think they're deserving of love, like your neighbors. He, say,
2: he says that, it, it is true. So I find it difficult to understand. Yeah. Uh, as I say, the initial problem for me is that how do you love? How do, is this? A, what does he mean by love? I I talked about this friendship, love, love mm-hmm. for animals, love for pets love for the family, there's all kinds of loves out there. But what he says is extremely demanding on us. I yeah. think it's an extremely demanding and difficult statement uh, to impose on us. Uh, so uh, so he, he pushes the envelope, it seems to me, the moral envelope,
0: mm-hmm.
2: if you want to look at it that way. He starts out with saying, love your neighbor as yourself. That's, he's pushing the moral envelope. That's tough enough. Love anybody you don't know. It's tough enough. Uh, I'm not so sure I love anybody at this point. In my I,
1: life. I, if you don't mind, I just, I also, I just, I disagree with um, it being hard to love other people that you don't know, just because. It's okay. It's it's very. I mean, it's easy to. I mean, you can just be like, hey, man, I don't know, I love you. you no, know, no matter. That's what. true. It is
2: easy. Yeah, that's
1: true. It's an easy statement, right? It's it's super. I mean, I, I like I said, I love everybody until you give me a reason not to.
2: I see what you're saying. Well, what about loving your enemies? What did you say about that?
1: Yeah, that's that I, I don't agree with. Uh, well, I, I mean, I also don't believe that he said it, but <laughs> I I don't agree okay. that uh, that he I don't agree with loving an enemy. Like like right now, what's happening in Ukraine? I don't think Ukrainians love Russians right now. I mean, or at least the Russian government. I mean, that's that would be insane for them to be, go to the, the Russian soldiers and be like, I love you. So I mean, you don't
2: think Jesus made these statements?
1: No, no, not at all. I mean, these are, these are written hundreds of years after he already had right. died. I see what
2: you're saying. I see your point. And, um, uh, uh, then by the same token, um, do you think they're lying?
1: I don't think they're lying. I don't think they understand what they mean when they say it. I I think it's more of a uh, uh, trying to uh, maybe see everyone on the same level. Uh, I just, there's some people that don't deserve that. And like your neighbor, your neighbor deserves that. You know, the people that you don't know, they, they deserve that. The people who invade your country or, you know, try to murder you or whatever. Uh, I don't believe they deserve any of that.
2: I see what you're saying. He also says, pray for those who persecute you. He takes, the, he pushes the envelope. He, if he did say, it, you say he didn't, that's fine. But um, he, someone said he, someone reported that he said this sometime later about praying for those who persecute you. What do you think of that? Do you think they're worth praying for?
1: Um, I would also uh, disagree with that. I don't believe, well, I don't believe anyone's worth praying for, but, you know, I don't believe in God. So uh, it's, it's really just kind of, a, uh, you know, whatever kind of thing to me. But, I mean, if you want to pray for, for people like that, I mean, you can. I don't think that you should. If you pray, I don't think you should pray for anybody that persecutes you or, you know, tries to murder you or whatever. I mean, that, that's kind of weird to pray for people like that.
2: Well, uh, because, uh, of course, I'm a Christian, and I, I think I understand what he's saying. He's saying we, he sets a value on everyone, irrespective of whether they are a neighbor or a, an enemy or a persecutor. He sets equal value. I think that's his point. You don't have to buy into that. Uh, let's talk about how much time do we have?
1: Uh, I have as much time as you need, man.
2: Okay. Uh, Let's let's talk about abortion Okay Um, I oppose abortion personally Because I think it's killing somebody Sure. But you can disagree with that What's your position on abortion?
1: Um, I I disagree That it's uh, murder Because it's uh, Life doesn't begin at conception In my belief Um, Life begins when the You know when the baby Comes out and uh, can actually Take a breath outside the womb um but um i don't think that uh, i don't think abortion is murder I, uh, I i but i'm i'm not like hey everyone needs to get an abortion i'm more like if you choose to do that that is your right uh there's nothing for me to tell you that you can't do that um but it's, it's really a personal choice to the individual person
2: well, for me, the issue is that I, don't, I say that suppose you in the womb were taken out and thrown into a garbage can, where would you be? Uh, you wouldn't be alive today talking to me.
1: Well, well I wanna be anywhere. Right.
2: So if you, you believe that it's perfectly all right to take an incipient child, put them into a plastic bag and put him into a garbage can. Uh, you,
1: have no prob-
2: you have no problem with that.
1: Well, I mean, it really depends on when the abortion happens, but usually it's just like like a heavy flow period, because uh, usually women know pretty early, and they take a pill, and it's it's just a heavy flow that 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 month. It's but not really still,
2: a, ultimately. You're, 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 if you that if an abortion had happened to you, what value do you place on yourself right now?
1: Zero value. Um, at, at, that, at that stage, there is no value. I don't, I don't think there's a value for a but person. But right now, so if that had conscious. happened
2: to you at that stage, you wouldn't be here talking to me in right. this conversation. Right. So what's going on?
1: Well, I... I, you're, I, say, I
2: you're saying you're worthless.
1: No, no, I'm, I'm saying that it, when when a fetus is in the womb, right? Um, there is no value that there is no value for, for any of us when we're at that stage. I value comes later. Yeah, but if, if that if
2: that if that fetus had been removed and destroyed, you wouldn't be here.
1: Right. Well, that well that doesn't mean that I have no value. It just means that well, it I didn't have a value that then.
2: That mean, it does mean that you you were deprived of value, and you are presently functioning, and you would not be functioning, and you would have no being if that had happened to
1: you. Well, right, but that doesn't really equate the value, though. You're placing,
2: you're, you're placing no... Look, I don't want to get an argument. To, you're placing no value in yourself or in anybody.
1: I'm, 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 I'm simply saying if, if it's up... if the Most people I know are anti-abortion for themselves, but I, I don't think that it's something that we should regulate and something that we should ban, because the more you ban it, the less safe abortions you have and more people die, and that's not good. Um, post-abortion really doesn't happen that much uh, but most
2: abortions are, pay, are, are imposed on black and Latino women who are poor and can't have those sort of most abortions this is a fact it's a re- reality it's mostly imposed on black and Latino, on poor blacks and Latinos
0: yeah if that's the
2: case is. you're saying that then black kids have no value because
1: that's, they're black that's, that's not what I'm saying I'm saying the person
2: well, uh, I'm afraid that I have to go someplace, but um, did you want to, uh, we, we've been talking a while. I've enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed the conversation? I have. Yeah. Uh, do you have any concluding words that like you'd like to tell me that I should know?
1: Um, I, I just want to tell you, I, I, am have, I had a very good conversation. I hope that we can have another one uh, very soon. Um, and I really want to get to that uh, Trump versus Biden uh, debate. I okay. really look yeah. forward to that.
2: OK, sure. I don't have a lot of time, but I'll do that. You start the conversation on that issue.
1: Oh, no, no. If, if you have somewhere to go, we can we we can move that to, to next time.
2: Uh, I do have somewhere to go, but I'd like to. Um, what time is it now?
1: Uh, it is 510.
2: And when did we start? Four o'clock?
1: Uh, it was around 4 o'clock, yeah.
2: So right now, would, would, you, would you be willing to have another talk?
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: I think that's great. So you're, uh, you're an open-minded person. I'm, a, I'm open-minded. I don't mind you telling me things that I don't disagree with because I'm listening and I see your point. You know? Right. So I try to be, what I try to be is open-minded and honest. That's what I aim for. In my I also target. aim for that. Yeah. You know? So uh, why don't we have to go and um, we, I will email you and you can suggest another date.
1: Okay. What
2: do you want to talk about, Biden?
1: Uh, we could talk about Trump and Biden and, or, uh, and I will, uh, I'll message you any more ideas I have after that. That's fantastic.
2: Uh, I'll email you, Jared, to say how much I enjoyed the talk. All right. I found it stimulating. I found it interesting. I learned a lot from you. I think you had some good points, which is the way I always see things. I see other, other points of view, you know, which I learned right. from that person. So I will uh, email you, and we can set up another day.
1: Totally. Thank you
2: so much. It's okay. It was good. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. Thank you. It was good.